This is KCLR's Bottom Line with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice. www.onf.ie Hello, good morning and welcome to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR, brought to you in association with O'Neill Foley Accountants. I'm John Purcell. Now, to say that this week has been a difficult week for business is an absolute understatement. It's been an unprecedented week for everyone across all industries. However, the business community will be doing their best to support one another at this difficult time. And with this in mind, on The Bottom Line this morning, we're aiming to offer the business community of Carlow and Kilkenny as much practical support and information as we possibly can. Later in the programme I'll be speaking with Fiona Deegan who's Head of Enterprise with Kilkenny Local Enterprise Office who are on hand with information to connect with local businesses with the supports and resources they need. We'll also be talking to Rory Gannon of Cakeface about how they're doing uh, recently having opened Face in Kieran Street in Kilkenny. I'll be talking to Tommy Hickson from Hickson Super Value in Tullow who are keeping the show on the road and feeding North Carlow. And I'll also tell you a bit about how KCLR is operating uh, to ensure that we're in a position to continue to provide news, factual information and indeed entertainment to all our listeners across Carlow and Kilkenny and indeed listening to us across the world on the web, our apps and on social media. But first, I'm joined online by John Clear of Red Lemonade. John is involved with Red Lemonade, which is his design company. He's also the man behind Tech Thursdays uh, and uh, very appropriately Tech Thursday last night or earlier this week was about effective remote working. A very opposite subject to be on about these days John. How are you? Very good. Thanks John. Yeah, I mean like we've been running Tech Thursday since 2015 we've had about 30 events up to now and uh, everything has, has happened as you were saying um, I was thinking maybe it's a good idea to put this online. So we were always looking at maybe putting it online. Uh, it obviously increases the the, um, the listenership, etc. But um, yeah, it was just a perfect time for it. So we. It's been an amazing it. accelerator, hasn't it? Really, for change this coronavirus. I mean, people that were putting stuff on the long finger for a long time have had to really shake themselves down on their on their taking leaps of faith into new ways of working. Yeah, and very, very quickly as well. So, I mean, when the government did make the announcement on Thursday at lunchtime, <coughs> even at our own office, we listened to it at 12 o'clock, and by 1 o'clock we were both home in our own place, and we were working. We, we were basically ready to go. Yeah. So, so, it just depends sometimes on your industry. With our industry and the way we work, it, it makes it much easier to, to move into a remote working situation. But, like with the Tech Thursday, we, we decided that there's a lot of people going to find that difficult, as we are finding it difficult as well, because you're just moving back into your house soon. So we tried to help out and uh, see what opportunities people could find, etc. Um, by having a Tech Thursday event about remote working life, etc. Yeah, and more people than ever uh, remote working. I'd say it's probably a, a record over the past week, definitely, in Ireland. Tell us about the remote working life. That was a panel that you had at your event during the week where you had Margaret Ahern, uh, Eric uh, Rainsbury, and indeed uh, you hosted that particular panel. Um, uh, Margaret from HubSpot and Eric from Saatchi and Saatchi. Tell us about yeah. the pitfalls and, okay. uh, and the advantages and the technology and so on. 
Yeah, exactly. So look, we had Mar- Margaret O'Hearn from HubSpot, and Margaret's living in Kilkenny, and she works in Dublin maybe two days a week and the rest of the time at home. And Eric Rainsbury, he's living in Kilkenny as well, and he works for Sachi and Sachi in um, Budapest. So Eric is two weeks on in Budapest and two weeks in Kilkenny. So these guys, I put these guys together because they've got a huge and vast amount of experience when it comes to working remotely. So we started the conversation just, you know, introducing them. And by the way, we can, John, I can give you the links and all of that. So we recorded this event as well. So we can put the links on KCLR. Great, yeah, we'll put that on our podcast as well, yeah. Exactly, and we'll have a summary of all those things. So um, the guys have basically talked about the simple things to do in terms of maintenance in your working life. Um, like Eric had pointed out things like you maintain a one-to-one check-ins with your team members, keep that personal touch. Um, I think that's quite good. Uh, some people are on the chat as well, we suggested um, maybe doing three o'clock coffee breaks with your team, meeting up for a coffee at three o'clock online using different software. And we'll talk about software in a minute as well. So, um, Mag's the same as well, because she works with remote teams all of the time, and she's a project manager. She was saying, like, every day, keep, you know, keep informed, keep people in, get your team members to keep informed every morning of what they're working on. And uh, Mag's has also said that once a week, teams should have status reports and to cut down online meetings. So one of the things that came out of the talks was that online meetings uh, are quite draining. Uh, you know, video conferencing, it's, it, it can be quite draining. So you try and cut them down as much as you can, but again, they're still very, very important. And, and it's um, interesting, the discipline kind of thing that, that's inherent yeah. in what you're talking about there is like, you know, keep checking, maintain breaks and so on. That's that's an interesting one and often one that people don't think about, I'd say. No, they don't. Um, uh, I mean, like Eric had pointed out as well, he said, if you don't have your commute in the morning, we'll go for a walk in the morning. Mm. So he said it was very important to get get, get some fresh air. Um, and he was also, Eric was saying as well, that, look, it's, it is a very difficult environment to be working with because a lot of people will have kids at home. But Eric was saying, like, don't forget your boss is in the same situation as well. And and especially if you're in that situation of working remote all of a sudden, like people are now, that it just takes a couple of weeks to adjust. So it's perfectly normal. And um, you do find you'll, you'll fit in fairly quickly. So it, like you were saying about some, maybe some of the opportunities after this, this whole fiasco is over and it will be over. Um, it will create new opportunities for working environments. Yeah, I, I mean, it's amazing the, the the travel time that's involved in getting to and from meetings in Dublin normally. And, you know, there's no reason. You mentioned um, those guys. You, you know, you 90%, I'd say 90% of meetings don't need to happen whatsoever. Yeah. Talk to us a bit about some of the tools. I mean, I, I heard yep. mention of Zoom and Google Hangouts and yep. Trello and okay. Slack and all that yeah, stuff. Exactly. So I suppose I'll go through some of them. So Slack is a way of communicating with your teams. It's like a chat system, um, very simply. Um, Zoom is a way, it's a program that you can use to chat online face-to-face with your team. So you can have, you know, up to maybe, I think it's 20 people on, on screen at the one time. Uh, or you can just do one-to-one with people as well. Google yeah, I was on a, I was on a Zoom well. call. Uh, sorry to cut across you, but I was on a Zoom yeah. call during the week, and I was amazed okay. at the quality. I was amazed at how easy it is to use, and I was amazed to hear a, a pretty low um, sum of money being mentioned in relation to um, how much it costs to get up and running, certainly as opposed to driving off to meet someone in Dublin. The, absolutely, and... There, um, we were talking. We'll talk a little earlier on as well. We had Joe, who, who was from Logmein, 
and he has some products as well and he's offering some of those free to, to people but we'll, we'll come back to that in a minute um, but on Trello, Trello is another good one as well people can use for project management and Trello is pretty much on the uh, the entry level product within Trello, it's free and that's the one that we use ourselves for product management so that again is, is something that people can look at so like Google Hangouts you can use pretty much for free Zoom I think have demos or not demos I should say but you know you can 30 day trials and stuff like that Slack can be free as well so there's a lot of software there's a lot of tools out there that you can use but also you know don't get bogged down in them use the ones that work best for yourself as well yeah uh, um, uh, and uh, I'm sure there's a lot of kind of tutorials online that people can take or see about all these different things because you know Google Hangouts does my head in at the moment but I'm sure it's quite easy it must be (laughs) Yeah, here's the tip on that. It can be sometimes quite difficult to just go through, a, you know, a page-by-page instruction manual. Look for videos, easiest way to use Google Hangouts or whatever. Check for videos on YouTube. I find that they're usually the best ways, you know? Mm. Now, you were mentioning you did another, uh, there was another panel about products to be prote- productive. We've mentioned a few of them, and there are challenges. I mean, I know of varying levels people are facing uh, challenges about bandwidth and stuff like that, but there are different yeah. products. You mentioned Log Me In, and we're using a lot of those kind of products yeah. here where we're having to remote work in case you know. Share some um, uh, info with people who, who may be a bit daunted by all the products. Yeah, I mean, there is there is so many products. And like the, the Log Me In that you're talking about, we're talking to Joe Walsh, Joseph Walsh from uh, Log Me In, and they have a complete suite of communication products. So for uh, if you want to create up just a meeting between your, your colleagues or if you wanted to do a you know an, an online event as such uh, for a crowd of people, um, they've got a pretty much a, a, a robust suite for that. Um, and I just point out with Joe as well, at the moment in, in Log Me In, they're offering all of their suite uh, for 90 days for free for frontline services, education and non-for-profits. Um, so if they want to find out any more about that, again, we'll have the links at the end of the show, but you can find Joe Walsh on LinkedIn and um, they're, they're freely given that available at the moment. So that could be really good for, let's say, if teachers wanted to go back and start teaching some of the kids, you could actually use some of those products, whether it's Zoom or whether it's some of the products go to meeting with Log Me In, you could actually do that. Because in an earlier conversation that we had on the Tech Thursday, Mags had pointed out that their company, HubSpot, have actually provided a primary school teacher on Zoom for all of their staff, so they, their staff kids can listen in and, and do a class during the day. Yeah, so incredible stuff. Finally, a lot of people, I think, with remote working are largely thinking mm. of just replicating their office and their practice that they normally do in an office but there's a lot of innovative stuff that can be done around conferencing and so on like nearly having a kind of a two-day event Uh, and there was some talk there you were talking to Catherine Madden of UXDX and James Snell of Nearform again so that sounded interesting yeah exactly and then when when you think about we had this Tech Thursday as well so the same thing it was online and at this Tech Thursday we had people from California St. Louis Budapest London United Arab Emirates, a whole bunch of people from Kilkenny and across Ireland. So it just completely changed the game. So what happened for, let's say, someone like Catherine Madden at UXDX? UXDX is an event. It's a uh, kind of a, and a global event that happens across the world. Uh, it's, a, it's an Irish-based company, and they do design events for uh, product management and um, user experience and developers. Um, so Catherine had an event in the Nordic region there for Patrick's Day and the day before. 
and they had one in Helsinki, uh, Copenhagen. So they were all ready to go about two weeks ago, and then obviously this all kicked in, so they had to not cancel the event, but actually put the event online. So I was there at those events online. I wouldn't have had the opportunity to go to them in Copenhagen, but uh, I actually sat at home and uh, I watched the event. So it was very, very interesting there. So they managed to turn that down around in a very, very short amount of time. Now, it's not the same thing as going to a, uh, you know, a physically live event, but Catherine was saying that there was things that you can do to make it uh, more reasonable in that respect. So they had not only just the event where, you know, there's, they've actually created a graphic on their website, and we'll have links there as well, where it shows the main stage. So like a visual of the main stage, and you click in there to go into the main stage. And then you have breakout rooms for, you know, for people to network. Yeah. So what, what Catherine said was very important is that we made sure that everyone put on their cam and people weren't really expecting it. But when you go into a breakout room and you're talking to someone, put on the cam and talk to them. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she was, again, I mentioned earlier on, it is quite raining doing this kind of stuff. So you have to take lots of breaks and people do need toilet breaks. You know, you think it's yeah, yeah. emergency you don't, but you have to remember that people need to get up and move around, have to have a coffee. So these are all the learnings. And like Catherine was saying that, or watch us move on to James then. So James Snell is from Nearform. So he was on to us from California. So Nearform are down in Tremor and Waterford, but their staff are, are all over the world. So these guys uh, really do know remote work. So James has put on an event called uh, Work From Home Conference, and that's on, I think it's the 26th and 28th this month. Anyone can sit in and watch that event as well. And what they're going to do is have loads of speakers over two days talking about remote work, pretty much kind of what we did with Thursday. And James was saying that the, way, the best way to learn these things is actually do it and then you get your learning. There's, there's really in. no learning before. Yeah, that's great. John, we have to leave it there. Fascinating yeah. stuff. Uh, that was uh, John Clear from Tech Thursday and also Red Lemonade in Kilkenny. And like John said, we'll be putting the links about that up on the notes section of the podcast of The Bottom Line. Back after the break, we'll be talking uh, to some local businesses about how they're coping with the crisis of COVID-19. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, the Southeast's largest independent accountancy practice, www.onf.ie. You're very welcome back after the break. You're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR 96FM. Uh, we've been talking about the extraordinary changes taking place in business. Many businesses shuttered or people working remotely, but one business sector that is continuing, uh, albeit probably not as normal, is the food retail business. I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Tommy Hickson of Hickson Supervalue in Tullow. Tommy, um, all changed changed utterly. How are you adapting to the changed environment in which we all find ourselves? Uh, good morning, John. Yes, we're, things have changed utterly in the space of uh, two weeks, I suppose. Um, I think somebody asked me, uh, would I shake hands two weeks ago? And I said, yeah, I have no problem. And now um, we're staying two metres apart. Uh, so it, we are adapting uh, because we've had to adapt very quickly uh, last Thursday week uh, when um, we had uh, self-social uh, uh, distancing came in and the new law, new regulations came in about trying to prevent the spread of virus. Suddenly, um, we just had we just had the upper game, as same as every um, in a retail environment. Um, I suppose the big thing for us is uh, sanitising um, and uh, washing our hands and uh, trying to stay the two metres apart and trying to get this across to our customers 
and our staff and you know the, the whole the whole of Ireland really um, that this is the only way to prevent you know uh, the, the spread of the disease and mm-hmm. if we if we don't do that uh, we're in a position where you know I think it's one person can spread it to 2.8 if we reduce that it just it just makes uh, a the huge multiplier effect isn't, isn't as bad and uh, six weeks down the road like we're in, a, we're in a better position and that's what we're trying to do flatten the curve yeah. so um, our business is just um, uh, we, we've had to you know getting wipes uh, I think the statistic was uh, two years of uh, hand gels and uh, hand sanitizer sold out in two days in Ireland wow. um, so um, we've all had to um, adapt uh, packaging was a big issue they were trying to get more packaging in there was loads of gel but get it into packets and proper um, uh, proper packaging for shipping was the big issue and I think a lot of that comes from China yeah so we can see the, the, the issues there so huge um, logistical challenges Tommy uh, and food supply never more important um, I gather you're pretty confident about the about the strength of the supply chain and the logistics like your shelves will still be full Absolutely, um, and I suppose we um, we just checked. I think last Monday morning we had 500 supervalued trucks on the road at one time, uh, delivering to all our stores. Um, and there was a there was a, there was a, a post put up of where all the trucks were in Ireland at that particular time, which was amazing, really. And um, it just showed the extent that, and all the retail groups are doing the same. Uh, the, the extent that we're going to. So look at people panic last Thursday because all of a sudden there was all the school kids were going to be at home. So everybody's wondering, why was there a Russian toilet? Well, it's because everybody was going to be at home. Why was there a Russian food? Because everybody was going to be at home. Um, and that's all calmed down now. People have uh, calmed down considerably. Um, they're shopping now. They're respecting even the safe distances. People are, um, you can just see an air of calm beginning to appear. Maybe it's the calm before the storm, but it, it is. People are not panicking anymore. Um, we don't have every type of egg on the shelf, but we have eggs on the shelf. We don't have every type of uh, flour on the shelf, but we have flour on the shelf. Yeah. Um, and that's the important thing. We have food, and we're not going to run out of food. We're not going to run out of tidal roads. We're not going to run out of anything. The only thing that's under pressure is the uh, anything with antibacterial at the moment is under pressure. But we're getting stuff back in slowly but surely. And that is the thing. And the most important thing there, I suppose, John, is to, you know, soap and water still is the, is yeah. the best you know, the best thing like hot And how are your staff doing, Tommy? I mean, they're, they're front line, you know, Leo Varadkar talked about heroes don't wear capes, but the person on the, the, the checkout is literally at the front line of this of this uh, crisis. Yeah, in, in fairness, they have been absolutely superb. I cannot thank them enough. And the same with all our retail, you know, uh, anybody that's working in the retail industry, they've all stepped up to the mark. They want to know what to do, what can we do to help um, they, and, and, and they are worried. They have families, they have elderly relatives, they have children, um, and they're all after stepping up and saying, right, this is what we need to do. And they're coming up with ideas. I mean, I'm getting ideas thrown at me every day here. Can we do this? Can we do that? You know, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And it's great. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Every one of them, to a man, woman, has just stood up and said, what can we do to help? Um, and it, it, it's, it's fantastic. And, and I want to thank them because they are in the front line and they are worried like Tommy, any Um, positives to be taken from this entire horrible experience? Yeah, I suppose uh, some of the positives are uh, people are not panicking now. Um, They're worried, but they're not panicking. Um, We put up screens for the staff 
we because of our ideas uh, we put up uh, the social distancing market and people are beginning to accept you can see actually the Irish people now coming out and saying you know what can we do to help we've got more offers of help and people saying you know how can we make it easier for you um, and it's truly great I mean I was talking to a woman last night where our online have gone through the roof um, as you can imagine, people want online. And we're, we're, we're scaling up on that and we're getting to it. We're not getting to everybody. We've had a six-fold increase in our online business. Um, and we are getting around to everybody. Um, and we will scale up over the weeks. So, uh, and people, I was talking to a woman last night, she says, the one thing she says that, um, uh, that, that has come out of this is it's separating families. But she says, you know what? It actually makes you appreciate what you have even more. She says, the silly things are no longer important. She says, your family are what's important. Minding your family. And that has been, and that keeps coming back to me as you're out delivering and as you're talking to customers. There, there really are people are saying, you know, we, we need to gel together on this. We need to do what's best for everybody and we need to protect one another. And that is the, the biggest positive that has come out of this so far. Rory Gannon of Cakeface and the newly opened Face in Cairn Street. We weren't expecting this. How's business for you? Well... Like a lot of people, businesses has uh, ground to a, a total halt nearly at this stage. We, we closed our doors last last Sunday uh, in both cafes. Um, uh, I suppose in response to obviously the, the virus, and we kind of really for a day or two we tried to struggle with with uh, social distancing and, and stuff like that, but we, we couldn't really do it safely. So we made the decision to close. And uh, yes, then it's it's, a, it's like I don't know, been in a parallel universe universe we're kind of just in, gone into kind of frozen in time um we are however this this saturday coming tomorrow we are we are going to open the door of, of face for about three or four hours um to uh to sell some coffee beans which we have a good stock of and uh some some coffee and maybe a couple of cake face pre-box desserts for, for takeaway only yeah, so it's a very difficult um, situation. We talked earlier in the program about remote working, but you're you're a business that relies on physical items. You can't send a cup of coffee or a beautiful cake over the internet, unfortunately. Yeah, well, that's 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 an enormous challenge for the hospitality industry across the board. From obviously the likes of us, folks, uh, the hotels, like you know, and obviously the hundreds of thousands of staff that, that work in it. We, there's no there's no working from home. Um, and then even if you are in work, you're particularly, I suppose, vulnerable to, to crowding and, and enclosed spaces. So it's not, even if you were in an office block, you might be able to separate a bit more. So I suppose we kind of, we get it on both ends uh, from a workplace point of view and, and from the products we sell. So, so there's, there's very little choice really for the majority of people but to close the doors and kind of make the responsible decision. Yeah, and, and it's particularly difficult because um, we don't know how long this kind of period of lockdown is going to begin. And we were talking earlier on about, before we started recording, about, you know, uh, how difficult it is to plan over the next couple of weeks. But but this is the difficulty that everybody faces. That's it. We're, we're all in the same boat. Like, And, and I suppose it's, it's you're, you're trying to... You don't know what's around the corner tomorrow, never mind next week. So trying to, to plan for something, even to obviously adapt your business somewhat, which which people are all trying to do, but with no certainty. And obviously we understand that there's no way of getting certainty at this stage, but uh, it's it's that's in the short term. And then you're also looking at the next weeks, months, how many months, you know, and, and, and every week that goes by, obviously everybody will get in a little bit more trouble. So it's, yeah, the, the, the uncertainty at every level is, is you know, it's terrifying. 
Yeah, um, but but you are an innovative um, business. Um, you'll need to draw on deep wells of resilience. You've just opened face um, a few months ago at this stage, or might even be weeks. But how are you feeling about the future at the moment? Yeah, well, I kind of I think it's I think the overwhelming feeling right now is, is shock. It, it, all, it all happened so fast, really. In the end, like I'd say, last Friday. Uh, we, we didn't particularly think we, we knew I suppose there was something coming but we didn't think we'd be closed in two days and there we were um, but at the same time like I, I think there's you, you can see in the community uh, around the places people are, are kind of getting stuck into other areas uh, we have to refocus our attention really of, of helping people now um, and in the end of the day the, when the time comes to reopen and the people will need hopefully cake and, and all the rest of the stuff that's small business that Kenny have to offer and we'll get back on our feet quick enough. Yeah, now you're you're opening for a couple of hours on uh, Saturday afternoon. That's later as as this is broadcast. What time exactly? We are open, planning to open uh, between 11 and 3. And uh, yeah, as I said, we're going to have, it's kind of, a, we'll have very strict rules in relation to uh, only one person can, can enter the shop at a given time, order their stuff and leave. We'll only be accepting contactless payments and we uh, we will ourselves be policing uh, the social distancing outside the shop in case mm. there's a few people knocking around to try and uh, be as responsible as possible, I suppose, when uh, it's a few hours that we are open. Have you given any thought, Rory, to deliveries? Because I hear rave reviews of your coffee and cakes. People can eat them at home as well. Yeah, well, it's 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 only, honestly, as, you said, as I said, we're getting together for doing this thing tomorrow. It's only really in the last two or three days that we even started moving our mind towards doing different things. So tomorrow we're, we kind of we're going to use maybe as a, a testing ground. We're going to obviously, from a distance, be able to interact with people and, and get feedback and see is there an appetite for, or if there is for what exactly out there in Kilkenny. And then we're, we're obviously open to any ideas really to, to keep keep the show on the road even to a small extent. So yes, absolutely. Next week, if, if the status quo remains the same into next week, we'll, we'll definitely look at doing something else. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants, offering a broad range of business and advisory services to businesses large and small across the southeast. You're very welcome back. You're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. An extraordinary week indeed for uh, businesses all across the country and all across Carlow and Kilkenny. But it's important that business continues and it's important uh, that we pick ourselves up and move forward amidst all the challenges. The government have put in place a range of supports. It's important that people have somewhere to go and someone to talk to and I'm delighted to be joined on the line by Fiona Deegan who's Head of Enterprise with the Kenny Local Enterprise Office Uh, and Fiona you've been faced with many of these businesses who've experienced basically an earthquake uh, in how they do business over the last number of weeks. Yes, John, how are you? Uh, yes, John, I suppose we are the first point of contact really for people in business and for people who are struggling. And I suppose over the last number of days, um, we have received numerous phone calls. So our offices are open, not open to the public, but we're open. Uh, we're here in the offices, we're answering the phone, we're actually speaking to people remotely. We have video conferencing, so we're liaising with uh, a lot of the businesses and 
taking all the phone calls. And do you have to be a client of the Enterprise Office already or have had contact with the Enterprise Office in order to avail your services? Absolutely not. Uh, We are a first point of contact for all businesses, regardless of sector, regardless of size, in terms of our business business advice. So basically, if you're in business, running a business and you're worried, you're open to listen to them and to help point them in the right direction. Yeah, and I suppose that's really what we're doing, um, John. We are trying to point people in the right directions. There's been a barrage, I suppose, of information Mm. come out and people are just confused as to where to go, what to do, where to start. So basically, I would suggest that you pick up the phone and give us a call on our number, which we'll give out at the end of the programme. But um, we'll have a chat. We have business advisors here ready to chat who have gone through all the various supports that are available. We've tried to synopsize those, really. And what we're pushing out at the moment is 10 key pieces of information for businesses uh, to take note of, just to simplify things. Yeah, and I suppose the first thing is we should emphasise that people are aware of what to look out for, which is a cough, shortness of breath, breathing difficulties, a high temperature and so on. And immediately, health is the first thing. So people should self-isolate and phone their GPs. And like we have to emphasise that most people, it's a mild enough illness for people who who get it. You know, about 14 or 15 percent of people will have a severe illness and, and a very small amount will need about 6 percent could develop a critical illness so we need to get the medical stuff out of the way first and those facts but what about coping with it from a business uh, point of view I mean what are the the various um, payments and so on could you go through them because people are there's so much information but can you just clearly lay them out yeah yeah well I suppose from our perspective what we're advising business to businesses to do is is just uh, be pragmatic now and cut your costs deep and do it today. So I suppose first and foremost what we're asking businesses to do is to assess their current and short term trading positions and uh, review their business cash flow, really identify those critical payments that need to be made. And there is a business continuity template available on the Department of Business, Enterprise and Innovation's website, but if you give us a buzz we can also send you that link and really that will take take you through the steps that you should be looking at but really from a business point of view what I would say to you is just go through every piece of expenditure that you have on your you know on your profit and loss account and on, on your balance sheet and decide what you can cut now can you cut your purchase of raw materials can you cut cut your payroll and look at the options open to you um, that have been announced during the week such as the short term working options look at your transport, energy all your costs Uh, any improvement under these headings are are going to be critical Um, Can I just um, can I just before we um, uh, people, some people are in the unfortunate position and in Carlow and Kilkenny tourism is such a huge um, an employer. A lot of people have been laid off, lost their jobs and so on. What are the different um, benefits? Like, could you talk to us a bit about the illness benefit first? Because, there, you know, there are different levels if you're ordinarily ill, if you've got COVID-19. Yeah. Can you tell us a bit about the, the different benefits that are available for staff and self-employed as well? Because traditionally, self-employed, if, if you suffered an illness, you were on your own. Yeah. Yeah. So I suppose first and foremost, um, 
if if you need to apply for illness benefits. So when a worker is told to self-isolate by a doctor or has been diagnosed with COVID, uh, basically they can apply for the illness benefit payment of €305 a week. So how to qualify for that, you must be self-isolating on the instructions of the doctor and you must be absent from work and not getting paid by your employer. So that's illness benefit. So the personal rate for that is €305 and that's uh, compared to the rate of 203 for the COVID payment. So that's for people who have been um, let go from from their jobs or also people who are self-employed who have been let go. So so there's a, a simple one-page application, John, that people need to fill out. Um, it's available through your local intro offices. Now, you don't visit the intro office if you go on to... Uh, their website. You can download a simple one-page form, complete that form, There's, put it in the free post, send it back. You may have heard during the week there's over 50,000 applications already gone in today. So that's a huge amount, but that's expected to increase, and that is for a maximum of two weeks. Mm. And after that, you, you you would need to apply then for the... Um, short the back to work enterprise the back to work allowance so um so there that's the main thing that people need to do now that's a really really simple form that you need to complete and that that is payments are actually starting to go out this week to people who have applied for that earlier in the week yeah and and what if a person um their their job has been placed on short time then when they've when they've left or the, or their job has been laid off what kind of range of of supports can they look at and what does the employer need to do so for people working short time mm. or, or or just take a i know there are a huge amount of scenarios but even a, a scenario then where where an employer has had to say to somebody or has to say to somebody i'm afraid uh, we don't have the work for you. I need to lay off. What does the employer need to do, and what does the employee need to do? Yeah, so the employee needs to, to complete uh, that one-page document if, if they're actually let go, John. So that's the simple process there. Um, now they did re- they did ask employers to try to keep people on as long as possible and uh, to continue to pay and you would have seen the different pieces of information in the media today that if you pay greater than the rate of of the two or three per week that um, the employer wouldn't get that back. So basically the employee just needs to complete the COVID-19 application form. It's a simple one-pager and do that as soon as possible uh, in order to receive your funding. Yeah. Moving on, um, Fiona, uh, in relation to tax returns and uh, VAT and so on, the revenue have given advice uh, to businesses in relation to making returns. Can you give us a bit of an update on that? Yeah, I suppose in relation then to tax returns, um, the revenue are actually asking businesses to continue to send in the tax returns on time and... um, no payments will have to be made and the application of interest on late payments has also been suspended for January and February VAT and also that, that there will be no debt enforcement activity and that would be suspended again until further notice and it would not affect your current tax clearance status so that would remain in place also over the coming months. 
Okay. And um, business loans also, Microfinance Ireland, um, looking at, at supporting businesses with a with range of business loans, uh, Fiona. Can you tell us a bit about that? I think they're from, what, from as small as 5,000, but up to 50,000. Yeah, so, so Microfinance Ireland um, have announced COVID-19 business loan. Um, Microfinance Ireland, which we work with um, all the time um, for businesses who have trouble getting access to funding from the main banks, um, they've announced this loan, really, and it supports small businesses through this current time. And it's loans from 5000 to 50,000 and it's for businesses impacted by COVID resulting in a reduction of 15% or more in their actual turnover or profit and again have difficulty in accessing finance from the main street banks and um, they announced this morning actually a moratorium on repayments uh, for six months on that so that's that's a huge support. So what you need to do in relation to a microfinance loan, you can come to the local enterprise office and apply for that. We will assist you with the documentation and filling in the application forms, preparing the projections, looking at the financials, looking at the business itself, and we would submit that for you through microfinance. You can also apply directly for that to Microfinance Ireland. And if you visit Microfinance Ireland's website, all the information is there. But I would probably probably suggest that you pick up the phone and give us a call in relation to that. We would feed those applications into Microfinance Ireland and we would present the applications in the best possible light and assist you with your projections on that. Yeah, and now finally, Fiona, uh, business rates, um, a a matter of contention at the best of times, Mm. not controlled by the local enterprise office, I hasten to add, but but the the local authority, um, some national moves being announced, and uh, as we speak, it's it's kind of dynamic, there are differences in some interpretations, but can you give us, you know, the latest position in relation to to rates, um, as you understand it? Yeah, well, I suppose... The local enterprise office are part of uh, Kilkenny County Council and we've been awaiting, I suppose, national guidance on this uh, for the past week. And um, they have announced the suspension of commercial rates for two months with uh, a view to a review after that point in time. But Kilkenny County Council will work with all our ratepayers over the coming months in relation to, to their rates and certainly there won't be pressure put on people in terms of rates but it's been great to see the announcement for businesses for the two months uh, commercial rates a welcome a welcome move okay fiona listen thank you very much any final message uh, to businesses before we wrap yeah i suppose the key message is that you know we would encourage you to pick up the phone give us a call we have business advisors available we have a panel of mentors the government have provided funding for mentoring for clients so we're getting calls from people in terms of hr so employment issues and staff issues financial issues and our mentors are actually working away with our clients over the phone and they're also using um, remote facilities such as Zoom and Skype for we're learning all these new facilities John mm. over the last number of days and we're still able to provide that guidance to businesses which is, is a huge help and that's free of charge so I mean a typical consultant fee for a full day's work could be up to 650 euro 
you, you know, that's a free of charge service for whatever is required to get you through this uh, time, John. So do get in touch with your local enterprise office. Uh, you can look at the website localenterprise.ie forward slash Kilkenny or localenterprise.ie forward slash Carlo. Thanks very much, Fiona, and best of luck to everyone in the local enterprise offices throughout the country. Thanks, John. The Bottom Line on KCLR with John Purcell. Brought to you in association with O'Neill Foley Accountants. Our website, onf.ie, shows the full range of services we provide to businesses large and small. Welcome back. You're listening to The Bottom Line, the programme for and about business on KCLR. I'm John Purcell. Now, we don't have much time left on the programme this week, but I did say at the start of the show that I'd give you a bit of an update on how KCLR as a business is getting on and how we're keeping the show on the road. Well, basically, normally we've got about 25 people working out of our office in Kilkenny and also serving Carlo, and we have an outside broadcast unit. For the last two weeks, uh, or over the last two weeks, we've split the team basically into two with uh, us making sure that the two teams remain absolutely separate and that's to ensure that if one team goes down with coronavirus the other team is not impacted and keep the show on the road and we've tried as far as possible to duplicate the skills of each team technical program presentation production uh, journalism etc distinct in the two different so there's some colleagues that I haven't seen in quite a long time. We're all remote working as far as possible. As I speak to you this morning in the station, there are only uh, three people here at the moment as opposed to the usual cast of thousands. We've many different departments and lots of them, which are normally operating out of studios, are now operating out of bedrooms, spare rooms or even living rooms. We've got journalists who are involved in bringing you the news and putting the information on the web and social. We've got programme presenters who are doing music, entertainment uh, items and also dozens of announcements about cancellations, community messages and so on. We've got producers, researchers, people putting together the programme items, responding to literally dozens and dozens of calls every day. We've got receptionists who are dealing with the public who are ringing up asking about cancellations, giving us information about cancellations and even just people who want to talk to a friendly voice or who may have lost a dog or who don't know where to turn and who think Casey Law is a good place to start and we're delighted to be here for them. We've also got a production department which coordinates new announcements or business announcements or advertising, although there's been precious little of that in the last week unfortunately and we totally understand that but we're here to work with businesses and our commercial team have kept going and being in touch with our clients and we do say do please contact us we're here to help clients uh, keep going our traffic department juggles all the different bits that need to be uh, broadcast and put them into a schedule for broadcast and of course our administration as well as that it's a huge technical feat keeping the show on the road with people broadcasting from 
lots of different locations from Waterford, Kilkenny, Carlow and all parts of the counties and so huge work been done there, we're doing video calls we're doing remote calls we're, we're, it's a huge a, a huge undertaking and, and you've probably noticed the odd glitch here or there but we're delighted KCLR to be able to provide a service to the community, as the Taoiseach said we're in something of the calm before the storm and no doubt in the next couple of weeks we'll face many challenges as a radio station and indeed as a community. We're hopeful we can remain with you throughout that and do stay tuned to KCLR online, on the internet or through our app. Hopefully I'll be back with you next Saturday. It's time to wrap up for this week. I'd just like to thank Deirdre Drummy who produced the programme and John Keane on sound editing and Martin Bridgman who piloted the whole show this particular week. I hope to be back with you next week as I said. Until then, no matter where you are across Carlow Kilkenny or listening beyond, do stay safe, remember what's important and hopefully we'll be speaking to you again next weekend. Until then, enjoy the weekend and we'll talk to you again. KCLR's Bottom Line. Brought to you with thanks to O'Neill Foley Accountants. Now offering a complete life and pensions advisory service to business. www.omf.ie